0: we This episode of Don't Blame Me is sponsored by HelloFresh. So excited. Thank you so much, HelloFresh, for sponsoring this episode of Don't Blame Me. And guess what? We have a super exciting coupon for you guys. They are giving the code BLAME30 to all of you to get $30 off your first week of deliveries. Again, go to HelloFresh.com and enter in the code BLAME30 for $30 off your first week of deliveries. Get your grub on. Get your grub on. This episode of Don't Blame Me is also sponsored by MeUndies. So thank you so much, MeUndies, for supporting our show. And not only have they supported it by helping sponsor this, they've decided to give something back to you, which is my favorite thing. So if you go to MeUndies.com slash blame, you're going to get 20% off. There's no offer code with this one. We just have our own fancy URL. One more time, for 20% off your order at undies. go to meandies.com slash blame. It's a fancy URL. I feel legit. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Don't Blame Me with Megan Rinks. And today is a very exciting episode. Um, that's because not only am I Megan Rinks, which is the common denominator in all of these, I'm actually filming this episode for my YouTube channel, which I'm sure a lot of you know of, um, or all three of these listeners who are listening right now, but we're trying to get more listeners so we can continue to do this because it's fun. So I thought, why not pop on my YouTube channel and do this? So you might be watching this, or you might be listening to it. Or maybe you've like synced it up and you're doing both. And there's like a little bit of an echo. And you just feel like surrounded by my voice. Hello. Uh, yes, this is very exciting. So if you've never heard of this podcast. Pew, 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 Now you have. Wow. This is so cool. This is my advice podcast. Um, Yeah, you guys call in with questions and things in your life that you need advice on. And then I offer my expert opinion, a.k.a. I'm a know-it-all, um, and uh, then I tell you exactly what to do with your life, or I tell you that you're pretty much screwed, and at the end, I always say that you can't blame me, because um, honestly, for legal reasons, and I'm also like on brand, because that's the name of this podcast, so if you guys want to call in, there's a phone number that I can give you in three 3- Two one oh, that's not the number, that's just me like counting down, giving you the number, which starts with a three. three one, zero, six, nine four zero nine seven six. Again, the number is three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. If you're watching the video component of this, you saw that I just looked down because it is a uh, paper clipped to uh, the tripod of the camera because I can't remember it, even though we're on episode, whatever episode we're on, I can't even remember the phone number five six six. What eight. Six. Oh, oh my God! Why? Hi, Megan. Oh, this is also my producer director Jack Ferry. <laughs> can I film you with my iPhone and in- insert it so they can see you?
1: I guess. <laughs> if you like,
0: he's like. This is Ratchet. I don't have two cameras. <laughs> this is
1: Ratchet. I wasn't thinking. This is Ratchet. I can assure you. Oh, let me turn it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you're gonna do it, at least get the right uh, aspect ratio. There hi, you go. hi, Megan's iPhone.
0: I don't have two cameras, so this is what we're resorting to. I just wanted them to see you. I
1: appreciate that. You're Thank dressed you dressed all nice. Thank you.
0: Do you have a meeting after this?
1: No, I just want to look good for you.
0: Oh, <laughs> It's like a Selena Gomez song. I'm really excited. I really enjoy watching podcasts along with listening to them. So there's some episodes, like of Grace's podcast, I'll watch on the full screen app. Some certain ones... Like, i want to save for that because I'm like, oh, I bet some shenanigans will go down. So I always thought the video component of podcasts are really cool. And even Jenna and Julian's where they just sit and talk. So maybe if this goes well, we can do it again. But in order for it to go well, you guys have to go download my podcast and subscribe to it. So download the app, whatever app you're using to listen to podcasts. You can do SoundCloud. Apple podcast app. And you could also just find us anywhere if you're like, but I don't have either of those. Where can I listen to you? If you go to don't blame me show. So this is the first time we've done a video version of this podcast, which I'm excited for. It's a special treat. And this is actually episode six. So there's five other episodes that are just audio. But I really wanted to kind of share it with you guys because I still get tweets and stuff and people being like, oh, my God, I didn't know you had a podcast. I didn't know you had a podcast. I'm like, really? Do you not follow me on all of my other social media? So I thought it'd be cool to kind of introduce you guys to this. And if it goes well, maybe we can do some more video versions or video components of the podcast. Um, But yeah, there's five other episodes for you guys to listen to if you enjoyed this. And if you guys are wondering when we release episodes, it is every other Friday. So mark your calendars. Or set alarms on your phone to make, like, or guess what? You could just subscribe to the podcast, then you get alerts. And then it's like, wow, look, you have a new episode out, which is what I do. I get the alerts. And then it's like, hey, Megan, there's a new episode of Don't Blame Me Out. And I'm like, that's so ironic. That is my podcast. I'm going to go listen to it in my car. Nothing is more narcissistic than me driving to set every day and like listening to my own podcast and me like, ha, that was funny, Megan. Good one. I do that. So So if you guys have been following me for a while, you might have known my Dr. Megan videos or my advice videos, but this is pretty much an extension of that. So if you guys are long time or five episode deep audio listeners, this is pretty much reiterating it for you guys. But think of this podcast kind of like. Not necessarily like a Twitter Q&A or anything like that, but similar to when you guys would ask me for advice. But this time, instead of just reading people's questions or things like that, um, you guys actually left voicemails. And so these are people, if you're watching this, this is people just like you who discovered me just through my YouTube video, similar to what you probably did, uh, calling in and leaving voicemails and asking for advice. And so I get to hear your guys' voices and hear you ask these questions and tell me about things. And then I get to respond with my voice and not just like a tweet of like thumbs up when you ask me if you should eat like tacos or a burger for dinner it's more interactive and also a little bit deeper than that most of the time so let's get into some calls
2: i had my first job and i've worked at a grocery store for about seven eight months now and it seems like all of my 50 year old customers hit on me and like they always want to hug me and do all this stuff and they're always like you're so cute and like they're like yo like what's like your instagram or like what's your phone number and like i don't know like what to say to them or like do or anything like that
0: Ew. ew. Ew, ew, ew. Gross. Okay, so you say you work at a grocery store. First of all, why is someone trying to hug you in a grocery store? That speaks so much more of them than I did. That's so weird to me. I don't like hugging people in an everyday situation in life, let alone like like someone who works at a grocery store. I think you tell your boss about it. That doesn't really come with the territory. It's not like, hi ma'am, would you like paper or plastic? Also, do you want my phone number? Let's go out. Like that's not really how it works at all. So I think this is a common thing that happens to a lot of uh, people in general, but I'm going to speak to being a young girl because that's the only person I can actively relate to because that was me. I still like to think I'm a young girl. I'm still a girl, but I'm retentive still young. It's something that you deal with. I don't necessarily think that you should have to deal with it but you do and I think there's I think it's really important to stand up for yourself and stick up for yourself in those situations when you feel uncomfortable because if you start to kind of let things if you start to kind of just deal with stuff even if you're not actually dealing with it and you're just be letting things happen like that it can kind of get out of hand and uncomfortable so if you feel uncomfortable by any unwanted advances I think you should be super honest and upfront about it and just I mean a it's unprofessional for them to be doing that at your workplace so you're not going to get in trouble um and I would just say something along the lines of being like hi that's thank you that's that's very flattering um those kinds of comments do make me a little feel a little bit uncomfortable I'd rather maintain some sort of like professional relationship I am at my job um thank you so much for for saying that I look really pretty but it does make me feel a little uncomfortable at work and I'm trying to do my job. You can just be super frank and be like I'm not interested goodbye kind of thing and also when they will when they will definitely turn around and then call you a bitch you're just like okay thank you uh, do not come again to this grocery store. Okay on to the next call.
2: Hey Megan. I am a twenty one year old bisexual guy and I'm I'm kind of looking into settling down, maybe finding someone to actually have a long term relationship with and I just have always kind of found it hard to let people in and let people kind of see the real the real me and I don't I don't know how to like let people in because I want to start a relationship with someone, but I know it'll be hard if I can't fully like let them in and let them like trust them. So I guess my question is how do I, how do I know when, when it's the right time to let someone in to trust someone and to to know and how to know like if they're the one to start a long-term relationship with. So, Please answer this
0: question. I don't think you can ever really be guaranteed to know that it's – whether it's the right time or the right person to trust with your, like, emotions and your feelings. But I think that's kind of just, like, the gamble of dating. Um, There is no certainty and there is no guarantee. But if you live your life forever like a closed-off hermit, anti-love kind of thing, you are going to become a cat person and be that way. I totally relate to that. I'm definitely very like super guarded of a person when it comes to dating. And when my boyfriend and I started dating, it took me a long while before I was kind of like put those walls down or whatever. But I wouldn't say there was necessarily a moment, um, a moment that happened that made me be like, oh, I'm going to let my, I'm going to let my guard down. It, It kind of just happened and I didn't realize it. And I think that's the I think that's the best advice that I could give. Where I think if you actively try and go into a situation or being in a relationship, if you go into the situation looking for a relationship, like I'm going to be super trusting and ready and willing and able with all of that stuff, I don't, I don't. I think I don't really think that's realistic. But also, I think there's a reason why people are guarded and there's a reason why we don't automatically trust everybody. And I think that if that person shows you that shows you that they they give you reasons to trust them and they also give you reasons to figure out if that's who you want to be with that natural opening up and like being ready for that relationship I think that can kind of happen but I also think it's about being aware of when you're closing yourself off and maybe giving yourself like little pushes towards things where if you're not one to if you usually like run away after a first date or something because you get really nervous maybe like Promise yourself that you're always going to give someone a second chance and you're always going to go on a second date with them. You need to have faith in yourself that you're a good judge of character and that if someone feels... If you feel like someone is in your life for a reason, and you feel like, "Hey, maybe I'm gonna do this," I say go with that because you can't promise yourself you're not gonna get your heart broken. It's that, that risk of that gamble, and you can also take it slow. I mean, I definitely told my boyfriend that he could like hook up with other girls for like the first four months of us dating, and he was like, "No, we're dating," and I'm like, "Oh, let's not, oh, let's not define this." And then one day we like defined it or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." On to the next call. So I was about
2: 15, and my boyfriend and I were just hanging out, today at the pool. And
1: basically, we were just hanging out afterwards. I was like, Hey, I want to go make out. And he's we like, Sure, let's go. And so we were just hanging out, making out stuff. And we've all been really to like first, the edge of first base. And so we basically went in between first and third today. And then I, we both consented to it. And he, he, we both thought it was great. And then afterwards, like 10 minutes after he dropped got me off of my house, he texted me saying how he regretted it and all this stuff and then how he had talked to his like religious leaders about it and it just kind of pissed me off and I just I just needed advice because I love him and we're not breaking up I just I feel really worried about it it's like
2: I'm the bad guy and I just I don't know just please help me
0: thanks okay what is the area between first of all what are the fucking bases like what are the bases and what are like we went we they, are you asking me I'm asking I'm surveying the room <laughs> what are the bases okay guys so for those of you who don't know what the bases are I definitely didn't either and uh, co-producer Mel has now filled me in in what the uh the hip new base terms are uh first is French second is feel third is finger fourth is fuck where do blowjobs fall in this
1: Maybe that's what she meant by saying it was between first and third. I don't know. Okay, well,
0: here. I would classify first base as...
1: I think a BJ would be third base.
0: I think a BJ is third base too. I think, well, I think mouths on either genitalia are third base. I love the word genitalia. Such a fun name. Like charcuterie and genitalia. Like two of my favorite words. And pistachio. Okay. I've used the phrase before that it takes two to tango kind of thing. And when you are... In the midst of some consensual sexual relations, whether whatever base that is, I really don't understand if, like, you sucked his dick or what. I have no idea. Um, but congratulations on any things that went happened or went down. Um, but it's not fair for him to turn around and make this something that you did because he was also there and participating in consensual in the moment of all of that um, to speak on the religious aspect of it, I'm not religious, I've always said that, which is probably something, I, I mean, whatever, I know you're not supposed to say if you are or you aren't, but I am not, so I do not really understand that whole sense of things, um, but I can speak to the fact that no one should ever make you feel guilty for something like that and make it feel like it's your fault. I think if this is like a relationship that you want to salvage, I will also remind you that you're 15 years old. And if I was still dating the person I dated at fifth, did I even date anyone at 15? How old was I? Freshman in high school. Uh, nope, I was really ugly. Okay. But if you're like, you're so young that you want to have your, whether it's like relationship experiences or sexual experiences with someone who's going to uh enjoy them with you and also be supportive of both of you in that and there is so much like slut shaming and like sexual shaming when it comes to women in general that you really don't need the person that you're with to be the one also doing that to you because it has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do more with his Whatever issues he's dealing with and wherever he's kind of feeling guilty for, that's really not your problem. But staying with somebody who's going to continue to make you feel guilty about things like that, then that becomes kind of a choice on your end. So I think if it's a relationship that you want to salvage, I would talk to him about it and be like, hey, that made me feel really shitty and crappy. I was super excited. I had a really great time with you and I really, really like you and I really enjoy spending time with you, but I don't want to continue something with somebody who makes me feel bad about stuff that we do together because, I mean, then we're both as guilty as we should be, but I also don't feel guilty and I don't really want to feel guilty for doing this kind of stuff Um, and then kind of let it go from there. Or otherwise, I would just be like, you know what, that's completely ridiculous walk away from the situation just in general because i don't think there's really no there's really no excuse for that because it's about your feelings and any personal things that he's struggling with regarding doing sexual things or doing anything in general that's really his problem but if you're the person who's getting blamed for it then then it becomes your problem and that's a sucky problem You guys is the part of the episode where we do ads because that's how podcasts get paid for because you think these fancy mics are things that I own? They're not. So this episode is sponsored by HelloFresh, which I'm excited about because I have used HelloFresh. I am an avid podcast listener, so I've listened to other people talk about HelloFresh and the delicious meals and then I got to try them and boy oh boy, did it make me delegating tasks to all of my friends who help me cook them. So easy. I'm usually like the cook of the friends and I would like make food and stuff and I have wonderful friends who are great at helping me but then also I have friends who are like not so great at chopping things Uh, like my friend Taylor. Taylor you did a great job that time though when she was helping me make these meals with HelloFresh and it was cool. It's super fun. The meals are less than $10 each if you like calculate them down and you can have fresh wonderful delicious spring meals. They just introduced breakfast which if you didn't know is the most important meal today and I've actually recently started eating breakfast. I'm usually not a breakfast person but uh, kickstart Metabolism in the morning. It's a good thing to do. It is great for you. You. Know, it's also great for you. Saving money. And HelloFresh is not only going to save you money because each of the meals end up being less than ten dollars, but they are giving you guys a special offer. So if you go to HelloFresh.com and enter in the code Blame Thirty, you're getting. off your first week of deliveries. Oh, my gosh. So much food for you to eat. So many delicious things. You can take beautiful Instagram pictures. And also, the portions aren't, like, comically Los Angeles tiny where you're like, okay, this is great. I, like, could have eaten this. This looks like the size of a sneeze. Like, that's not good. This literally is, like, actual food that you're going to eat. It's delicious. You can feel like you're a masterful cook if you're not. And even if you already know how to cook... I mean, it makes it easier. It takes away the uh, the hassle of trying to, like, scour on Pinterest to find something to cook. And they're delicious and yummy, and I recommend them a lot. So, again, HelloFresh.com. Enter in the offer code BLAME30 for $30 off your first week of deliveries. Thanks so much to HelloFresh for sponsoring this episode. Our episode today is also sponsored by Me Undies, so thank you so much, Me Undies, for supporting the show. It means a lot to me and my butt, and I'm sure it means a lot to all of you and your butts because they are awesome in giving you guys an offer. Yes, an offer: twenty percent off your order at Me Undies. If you go to meundies.com/blame, and if you don't know what Me Undies is, get ready—I'm gonna break it down for you. Sounded like I was like gonna rap, but I have not written a rap. Maybe next time I'll do a sponsorship completely written with rap lyrics that I wrote. With a beat or something, but right now I'm just going to tell you. Me undies are designed in LA and they're made from sustainable micro-modal fabric, which sounds fancy. And guess what it is? It is three times softer than cotton. I am a big fan of soft, comfortable clothes. Not only do they have undies, duh, but loungewear, which is my favorite kind of wear. And thing to wear is the loungewear. I mean, I lounge in all of my wear, but I would rather lounge in loungewear specifically. These are luxurious undies, and they come in different patterns, colors, limited edition styles. All of those things you can match it to your personality. It's like you know how uh, like some people get really into like socks being like quirky and fun. Your undies can be quirky and fun, and you could share them with the world or just with yourself when you get ready in the morning. You're like, wow, I'm quirky and fun, and you're like, my butt is. Zooey Deschanel hell yeah unless you're actually Zooey Deschanel in which case you do have a Zooey Deschanel butt and guess what guys they also offer a monthly subscription service yeah yeah this isn't like snacks this is like like I was gonna say snacks for your butt which I don't really know how that makes any sense it is underwear delivered to your door and guess what? I mean, if you don't really want a subscription service, it's not just a subscription service, but that's a nice bonus because you're able to save money. I love monthly subscriptions. And maybe you could gift it as a friend to somebody if you have like a girlfriend who like or a bo- boyfriend who recently got into a new relationship. And, you know, they like really need like cute new underwear to get 20 percent off your order. Go to MeUndies.com blame. One more time. MeUndies.com blame. You're getting 20 percent off and you're also going to get underwear and a real cute butt to put in that under I mean your butt and you already have that it doesn't come with butts it just comes with underwear for your cute butt which is probably already cute but it's gonna get cuter thanks to me undies me slash blame okay back to the show on to the next call hi Megan my
1: name is also Megan I am 19 years old and um I'm gonna talk about my boyfriend. We've been dating for about a year now, coming up in July, and it's been going really well, but the hard thing for me is he joined the Marine Corps. And he's been gone for about a month so far for basic training. He only comes back for 10 days before he leaves for a year again. And um, I'm actually really nervous about it. I don't know why, I just am. He's only going for training. He's not doing the active duty, he's doing reserves. But, for some reason, I just have this overwhelming feeling that something bad's gonna happen. I don't know why I just do, and now I'm crying about it. <laughs> I've actually haven't broken down about this just yet because I'm trying to keep myself together. Um I've been trying to distract myself as much as I can. I actually put a deposit down on a puppy just so I have something to like actually like wrap myself in like completely, I'm working two jobs. I'm trying to hang out with my friends as best as I can, but when it comes to nighttime, I kind of just get swallowed in my feelings.
0: I think getting a puppy is a really, really good idea. I think you're really aware of the situation, um, and I think there's. I don't think you're crazy for being afraid. I also like you're aware that it's not necessarily not. I'm saying it's not a rational fear, but like you're like, well, I know I'm like have a bad feeling about this, or I feel sad about it, and I think the having a bad feeling is also probably manifesting just you being sad. Um, I think. Hobbies are a really great thing. I think also um, maybe maybe even just like for an interim period of time, uh, like just having a lot of sleepovers with your friends, which sounds I know it sounds like super childish or whatever, but that stuff I totally understand. Like the more being lonely at nights thing, kind of thing, and like you're able to distract yourself during the day. But I also think it's a really really cool situation for you to find a lot of independence and a lot of hobbies um and really be able to throw yourself into your job or school or anything that you want to do learning a new language and all that stuff you've you're able to have that kind of free time but I also think it makes the time that you spend together that much more important I'm not sure the technicalities of exactly how often you're allowed you can talk to him and all of that stuff but maybe in times when you like really really miss him and you can't have like a FaceTime call or something like that maybe it's like writing a heartfelt letter or doing things that take up your time that are not necessarily about him but involve like thinking of him and all of that kind of stuff and being able to do that when you can't actually talk to him but then also not wrapping up your whole life around him there's a youtuber i love named casey holmes um and her boyfriend just graduated from um oh, might have navy or for one 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 of the military things And there's, like, she started a YouTube channel. I mean, that was prior to them dating, but that's, like, her really big thing that she does. And I think there's definitely a community of people who have that sort of similar, like, issues and stuff. There's a part of you that doesn't, that wants to be like, oh, it's fine kind of thing. Because you don't want to be like, oh, I'm really going to miss you. This is really going to suck. But I think it's also kind of nice to say that and get that off your chest and... Be able to have him kind of like ease your nerves with that sort of thing. And maybe if you are feeling still really nervous about like the logistics of it and like his safety, even though you seem to be kind of aware that there really isn't too much and it's kind of reading into it, maybe ask him questions so you can kind of have more information and kind of like learn about exactly what he's doing and uh, keep the lines of communication open with him so you don't get crazy. On to the next call. Hey, Megan, I'm
2: 18 and I'm currently living with my boyfriend. We share a one bedroom apartment. We're both, like, full-time students. We both work full-time. And this is, like, the first time I've ever had, like, true, real girlfriends, like, multiple at a time. And I'm coming across this problem where I'm just stressed out every day. And I'm so stressed out about money. I'm stressed out about school. I'm stressed out about work. And I'm just not making enough money to add up to, like, my boyfriend. Not saying that, like, I have to make more money than him or anything. But it's making life a little complicated because we don't get to do anything fun. And then I always want to go out with my friends. And then it just leads to a fight because he doesn't understand, like, where I'm getting this money. Which is true. I am not getting any money. I am still coming up short. So I have this problem where I don't know if I want to leave my job or not because this is where I met my friends. And I just, I don't want to leave the job and the way they forget about me. But I also like can't keep living like this where I just don't have money and I can't afford school and I can't afford anything else. And then when we're so stressed out, I take it out on my boyfriend. So it's just causing so much conflict and it all comes back down to money. And I just don't wanna leave the job where all my friends are.
0: Your job is not a sorority and you've already made the friends there and now you need to make money, otherwise you're gonna be broke forever. Which is not fun this just I honestly just want to say welcome to adulting (laughs) like welcome to adulting join the club it's fabulous we would have t-shirts but we're all too poor um yeah I think at 18 too this isn't or most likely not your forever job Um, and it's amazing that you've got these friends and all of that stuff, but you like, this is like one of those like relatable Tumblr Venn diagrams, like social life, money, a relationship, mental sanity, like you can't have it all. So pick a couple. Um, I think if you want to I think also at the same time, like this job and these friendships at this job is costing you a lot of money. So staying at this job with this amount of money because you want to maintain these friends and this lifestyle you have with your friends is also draining you money. Um, and yeah, I think if you want to get real technical and real adult with it, your money automatically first needs to go to rent. And then once you have enough money to pay for rent, then you can pay for the fun stuff and the fun stuff you cannot spend money on until you have your money saved away for rent. And if your job can't pay for your rent, then you should have a different job. That's just kind of like the mathematics of it. You sure you could Google what they say and like suggestions of how to save your money. And also, I'm concerned you're not saving your money. Um, and that's something that I, if I could recommend anything to people like my age and younger, is just start saving. Just because you never know what's going to happen down the road. And being 18 and having a job and living with your boyfriend, that's awesome and that's amazing and. Those friendships, if they're true friendships, are going to withstand you having a different job. And if they're also really good friends, they're going to be supportive and understand and want you to have a job, which also is able to maintain your lifestyle. Um, And then secondly, also maybe scale back on your lifestyle until you can afford your life. Next call time. So
1: I am high school age and I recently got out of a relationship because For multiple months, my boyfriend was sexually assaulting me, and now my parents have taken me out of school just because I don't feel comfortable there, and so I've been doing homeschooling. But I have also seen him around, and it's really hard for me to kind of, like, keep my cool because I just, like, freeze up. And... It's really hard because we live in the same city, obviously, and so seeing him is kind of a frequent occurrence, and if I ever want to go to any sort of school gatherings or anything, he is there because he's kind of like a really popular guy, and I don't really know how to deal with that. And another part is also that I have had so much social fallout from my friends because they all think i'm overreacting and they just don't really want to see it for what it is because it's kind of a real thing and they just want to keep living in their own little bubbles um and so i don't really know what to do because i don't really have any friends um to support me and i just i just need help <laughs> i do what to do about being comfortable around
2: him and also about my whole friend
0: situation. Thanks. Oh my God, this is the saddest call in the world. Oh, I wanna give you a hug so bad. Oh my God. Ugh. This sucks, dude. Fuck, that sucks so much. Um. Okay, a couple of different, I've got a lot of random jumbled thoughts, so I'm just gonna kinda pick and choose where to go with this one. Firstly, I don't think you need to f- feel comfortable around him at all. Um, that's one of the last things that you said, was you don't know how to feel comfortable around him. I don't think you sh- – not only do I think that it's okay that you don't, I really can't imagine how you would or that you should. Um, I know when it comes to, like, prosecution of these things, it's expensive and it's a lot of, like, more emotional, like, shit for you to deal with. But I just have to get that out there and say that, that that's – That's something that, um, I think should be talked about a little more in things like that, that age. I think a lot when you're in high school, everything gets broken down into like principals and school and that kind of discipline and not so much about like actual law enforcement being involved. But again, I also know that that's like absolutely terrible to go through and not something that I can be like, you should do this because there's also another no guarantee and that costs a lot of money. But I just feel like I have to say that right off the bat. Um. Also, I would really suggest talking to a therapist. I don't know if you are. Um, I'm not assuming that you are or you aren't, but that's something that I think would be really important. Um, and I also just have to stress how much hi- people in high school can fucking suck. And in that, I'm kind of really more talking about your friends. Um, it's That's just, that's such a shitty situation to be in and that nobody should be put in But also it's something that I can't imagine how much crappier it feels when you're kind of being belittled about it and your support system's not really there for you. I think it's great that you're not at school and you're doing homeschooling and those things. Um, And yeah, like the school, school events where he's there and being popular and all that stuff, that really does suck. And I think there's nothing weak about choosing not to participate in those things. Um, I think there's a misconception with the idea that things like prom and these like high school things, those memories you're really going to miss out on. But I mean, dude, if you know that you just feel crap when you see him and you've gone through something really traumatizing, those like high school experiences or whatever aren't necessarily worth putting yourself through that. I think if you're able to, I mean, I, I, again, like, I really, I've never been in the situation, so I can't, I can't say exactly what I would be doing, or, but I think if there's some, being able to do homeschooling, get ahead of your schoolwork, and focus on college and going away to college and making friends there, because this, as much as this feels like this is your world right now and like there is no real person to turn to, that's also not a permanent situation, and high schoolers are dumb. Like, I mean, I say this as a high school girl. Like, there was definitely, like, traumatic, super sad stuff that happened to girls and boys that I went to school with. And, like, at 16 years old or 15 years old, you're not really equipped to handle other people's emotions and things like that. And that blissful ignorance by them and them wanting to kind of live their own lives is super sucky and something that I can say as a 23-year-old, like, makes me really sad. And, like, I really hope when I have kids, they're more empathetic and understanding than that. But also, I could see that happening at my high school or my middle school or anything in that age age area. So I think if you're able to really focus on things that aren't so centered around that high school and those group of friends and him and running into him or anything like that and taking seeing if you can take college courses and really focus on that stuff but then ultimately I would say really talking to a therapist because like this is like a super shitty situation and it's absolutely terrible and there's no way you should be dealing with it or no right way to deal with it but you have to like figure out how to deal with it and I don't think that you're being traumatic and I also don't think that you should be expected to maintain friendships with these people if they're not going to be supportive of you going through something like this. And I also don't think that you need to sacrifice your mental well-being just to attend high school functions where he's at. And that sucks. Like it really would suck. Like maybe you just really want to go to a football game and have him not be there and you really want that. And maybe sometimes you do it and you see him and it really sucks. And then other times you're like, you know what, it's not worth it. So I think playing it by ear and like kind of gauging your comfortability as it comes But then also knowing that this situation is a really terrible thing that happened. But the people who are in your life right now who aren't supportive aren't, not everyone in your life is going to be like that. Okay, guys. So that is the end of this podcast. Ending on a little bit of a sadder note. But it's okay. We conquered, um, is it or is it not a uh, blowjob? What the bases are and then more heavy topics. So I feel like we got a good, um, round of questions in this so for those of you video watchers watching slash listening with your eyeballs and ears at the same time oh you multitaskers you yeah that was kind of a a taste of what this podcast is again if you guys want to call in the phone number is 310-694-0976 I would also love if any of you guys had like if you've called in before I would also kind of like to see if like any of the advice I gave you like did you take it did it work was it terrible like a follow-up that'd be fun I mean, maybe, maybe not. Also, Girl Who Called In About The Bases, please clarify. I'm so curious what base it was. Um, yeah, and again, if you guys want to figure out where to listen to either previous episodes of this podcast or future ones you can go to dontblameme.show me dot show and uh, get it on your uh, phones or your listening devices or your computers and all of that stuff. Also guys we are soliciting calls. Also the word solicit is a fun word too. Again with charcuterie woo woo. We're soliciting calls for a themed episode. We did a themed episode a couple months ago that was like back to school or no end of school summer kind of theme and it was really fun but this time I want to do a sex themed one and not the kind of like generic sex themed one. I want this to be the kind of questions you wouldn't ask your friends, the kind of questions that you would Google, where you're like, Is it weird that I'm into blah, blah, blah? Or what does it mean if blah, blah, blah? Or help, I'm thinking about blah, blah, blah. Does that mean I'm blah, blah, blah? That last one, I really don't even know what I would fill in the blanks with, but you catch my drift. So yeah, I really like the idea of this podcast being something where it's like talking to a friend. It's the kind of friend that's like the cool older friend that you're like, oh, I would like to ask you about something, but also have you not judge me. So that's kind of what what I think would be cool, asking those sort of questions. So things you wouldn't just sit around and gab with your girls about, things you're like, I should Google this because I feel uncomfortable asking my sister this or something like that. So if you have like questions like, is this a kind of kink that I have because I'm into this or weird fetish things or um sex safety things or what does it mean if I'm peeing, bad STD colors. (sighs) Yeah, come on. Or like how to do something. (laughs) Megan gives a really, really, really accurate step-by-step how to give a blowjob. I don't know. I'm into it. Cool. We can do that. Even if it's like super graphic, super gross stuff, I'm hella down. I'm hella down. We can talk about what it feels like to lose your virginity as a girl. Maybe we can uh, get a guy on here and give his advice on butt sex and other stuff like that. Who knows? Um, but I would really like to do that because I feel like even at 18, even though I had sex and things, I had sex before I was 18. real. But, um, yeah, I feel like those are a lot, There's a lot of questions that I wish I had answers to earlier on. So if you have sexually, sexually related questions, you should leave them in a voicemail calling the don't blame me show. And that phone number is three one zero six nine four zero nine seven six. Again, call that phone number leave some uh, sexual questions at 310-694-0976 okay guys i will see you guys in two weeks Blame Me is a production by me, produced and directed by Jack Ferry, associate producer Melissa DeMontz, edited by Melissa DeMontz, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I will see you guys in two weeks, and don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then. (laughs)